Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here. Fightful Raw Podcast. It is June 5th. I gotta say, I kind of enjoyed quite a bit of Raw tonight. Outside of the ring. Inside of the ring, not so much. But uh, we'll talk about that momentarily. Of course, guys, head over to Fightful.com. All your wrestling, MMA, boxing, news, live coverage, forums, photos, videos, podcasts, interviews, exclusives. We got you covered over at Fightful.com. Head over to those forums. We're adding to those constantly. You can ask us questions. You can ask each other questions. Just have a good time over there. Also, this Sunday, really early in the morning, I'm talking like 3 Eastern, we have New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion coverage. Okada, Omega 2, that's going to be fun. I'm joined by Alex Palowski. Alex, what's up? Uh, not much. Uh, I plan on hebity hooing a, a few times today, but, uh, not, not often. So, so that means it's a good raw, right? Yeah. Uh, especially if, if you're grading on the raw scale, right? It's an exceptional raw. Uh, again, curve. I didn't, there, there, there wasn't really anything in the ring that I would say, Hey guys, you all need to see this, but there was a lot of stuff that I enjoyed outside of the ring. A lot of interesting angles that make me wonder where this is going next week. And that's, that's pretty damn good. Cause if you want me to, if you get me to tune in next week, I guess it doesn't really matter what you put in the ring. As crazy as that sounds true. So we, uh, by the way, I think we got a, maybe an angle of the year. Oh yeah. With, with the Miz, by the way. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe an angle of all time. Okay. Uh, Ray Wyatt comes out and opens with a hot crowd. Reigns interrupts. This is becoming another one of my pet peeves, the interrupting promo. Reigns, though, with a good short to-the-point promo and a punch to the mouth, they start wrestling. Although I can't remember the last time I have been blown away by a Bray Wyatt singles match. This one spans two commercial breaks. Maybe not the best for him and his style. There was one shot, though, Alex, that I really, really loved. It was... uh, 
when they came back from commercial and this lighting they had from the floor all the way up, it looked awesome. I, I don't remember seeing that recently. Was that new? Uh, I don't remember seeing it either. How dare you? How dare you? Now, we're, we're going to do uh, maybe not some innovating. We're going to name a move. Are we? The Roman Reigns corner clotheslines are now the one-man yete because it is like – it looks like Ron Reese trying to dry hump Hulk Hogan in that corner every time he does it. He looks uh, like he's just dry humping away. Yeah. Yeah. It's an, arm, it's an armpit dry hump is what it is. It's uh, – if your genitalia were situated in your armpit, he'd be using that to hump the chest of Bray Wyatt. It's bad. It's it's really it's really terrible. He's gently wrapping his right arm around the upper midsection of his opponent. There's no force behind it. It's a noodle arm. It's terrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. This this match was not my cup of tea, but the crowd was rocking, so I guess that really doesn't matter. This took up the first like 32 minutes of the show, and then the commercial break that followed it. We're 36 minutes in. What do you think about about that eating up a giant chunk of time? I would rather it eat up a big chunk of time if you're going to have a Bray Wyatt lose, which, I mean, seems pretty much standard at this point. Right. Um, it's, uh, it's meaningless. It's 36, meaning, it's 36 minutes of meaninglessness. Because as we find out near the end of, of the show, at the very end of the show, Bray Wyatt's not beginning a program with Roman Reigns. He's beginning a program with somebody else. Well, so, Seth called him a false prophet. Right, exactly. Which, which, which many people have reminded me of. I know, guys, but I remember when that graphic used to make a point or used to, like, get a reaction. And a guy's telling me, there's always a point to Bray Wyatt showing up like that. No, there's not. Uh, no, there no. rarely is. No. Um, rarely uh, is. So yeah, so so he – Bray Wyatt's like, I know I lost last night, but I'm still eating worlds, and I'm still a god, and – I blame everyone, and I'm going to take them all out one by one. Starting with you, Roman Reigns. And he actually was doing really great stuff, but you can't believe anything he says because because he can't back it up. I have people say there's always a point. He just doesn't spoon feed it to you. He 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 doesn't like it, – it's it's not some cerebral writing, guys. There's not like some hidden thing. No, no, no. I mean they it just, it's be. lazy. It's often it lazy. Could. It could be if they allowed it to go somewhere, but instead it's just empty words. He could go out there yeah. and, and come out there and be like, oh, my children, blah, 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 Roman Reigns, blah, blah. And it would mean the same thing. It's the same thing. Um, so it's 36 minutes of, of nothingness. Uh, it just eats up time that they could have given to, to other things yeah. on the show. I'm, I'm okay with it, with it eating a chunk if – if, if you're keeping Roman Reigns the level he is and Bray Wyatt's going to be as he is, ultimately it's harmless when the crowd's making that kind of noise. Right. A chunk to me is 20 minutes, not 36. You know what I mean? Like that's- Hey, guys, leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher. Good stuff. Yeah, my thing is it, it's just lazy. The Bray Wyatt thing is lazy. I, maybe I should have specified that. I get it. I get it. Uh, Seth Rollins called him a false prophet. Woo! Yeah. Woo! He's upset with with uh with Seth. Damn. What a, what a way to heat up a feud. Up next we had <laughs> Enzo and Cass in an interview. Now I've loved this storyline. I'm digging it. I'm all for it. I'm all about it. 
Uh, Enzo is interviewed backstage. He, yeah, they, there's, they're teasing that it's Cass. But later on, we see Cass laid out backstage. But <laughs> there's this, he's got this chain. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, got this chain and he's yeah. just holding it up like, yeah. yeah. Enzo, you son of a bitch. But, but he's not, though. Like, because later yes. he doesn't ever accuse him of it. It's just that a random he just gold chain. But come on, the body language speaks volumes. And the other thing is that that's, that looks remarkably like the chain that Big Cass wore to the ring for every match he had in NXT. So it was not like, like it's not like Enzo is the only one in the world who wears gold chains. It's just well, the it's idea. either. I've narrowed it down to three people. Mr. T, Steve Austin, and Brian Pillman. Because if you remember, yeah. that was the Hollywood Blondes right. chain. It's possible. It, Brian it would Pillman's also kids be, getting into wrestling. Just it saying. It would also be uh, just like the revival to sneak that gold chain out of Enzo Amore's bag and plant it on Big Cass. And we did see them in the background of another interview. They were standing back there, you know, trying to be inconspicuous while looking over their shoulders directly into the camera from 25 feet away. Yeah. So it, my money's still on. But they were gone last week. They were gone last week. Yes, of course they were. They were absolutely gone, and there's no way that we're not Kurt gonna... Angle said they were. Uh, we are to believe Kurt, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle isn't to yeah. be trusted. He's, he's way too concerned with whatever's going on in his phone. Unless this is connected. It could be. It could be a big conspiracy. And he helped facilitate... This jumping. Yeah, it's possible. I can't wait to see where this and the Kurt Angle thing ends up. Uh, later on, we see <laughs> Big Cass knocked out. We'll get back to that. Alexa Bliss is backstage, and she goes, I want to do – this is my life. And Angle says, oh, yeah? Do you? No. That was terrible. That was bad. So kudos to WWE for admitting that that was a an abomination of a segment, Alex. Right. The problem with that is the way it's said by Kurt Angle is, and it's your fault, Alexa. <laughs> when we all know, at least if we're paying attention, that Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss is the least to blame for that shit. And but, but yeah, them, but there aren't writers in I know, kayfabe. I know, but turning it around on her so so pointedly is just who else? Who the hell else are you going to blame it on? I'm. I, I I agree, but it just it, it felt like they were really passing the buck. I'm like, we screwed this up, so we're going to blame it on you, Alexa. Cool, cool. Sure, it's possible. Later on, Alexa tries to get uh, several of the, the female locker room on her side. Doesn't work. I got a question. Why does TJP always get put in these promos? He seems like a guy who is always being given the scripted promos every week. I don't know if he needs to be given scripted ones or unscripted ones. I don't know if he needs to be given any at all. Uh, TJP, somebody posted this and it's so true because everything, everything is, that is uh, an actual pop culture item happens in WWE six minutes later, six months later than it normally does. He's going to be winding up with a fidget spinner in like six months. Oh God. He's just this douchebag. He's like, he's the villain in a Disney channel movie. <coughs> That's who he is. He's, oh God. He's that- so- I'm glad this wasn't 10 years ago and those those were in style because Hornswoggle would be involved and Vince would be like, it's a midget spinner. <laughs> like there would be some sort no. of thing where like no. Kali is spinning Hornswoggle on his no. finger and thumb. You know he would. You he know would he have, would. 
he would have. He might re-sign El Torito just to do that. Love it. We'll sell him on www.shop.com. <clears throat> Missed opportunity. I do not enjoy the R Truth promos, Alex, and no, a lot of people seem to. They're they're not good. They're not good. Um, like here here's what you don't do with a with a super fire rivalry that exists already. Like Golden Truth turned on his partner. Now he's a heel. What here's what we're gonna do? We're gonna have them every so often cut promos on each other that are pre-taped. And one half of them is going to be great at it because that's what he cut his teeth doing in the WWE. The other one is going to be bad at it because he's trying to do an imitation of the first guy. And that's really going to keep this thing fire. This is keep this burning. Um, they're going to have a match probably at a hashtag great balls. And that, that's it. And it's going to, it should, it should, hopefully that's it. And it goes away. Let's talk about the most important aspect of Great Balls of Fire. What's the set going to look like? Do we at least get a special set? Oh, yeah. No, it's it's we better. From this, this, from all the promo stuff they're doing for it, it better have, like, an actual working soda fountain. And, like, everyone should should ride to the ring in 57 Chevys. Uh, oh, like, Alicia Fox roller skating to the oh, ring. Oh, yeah. You know she is. Absolutely. The whole thing. It's It needs to be. I'm not a guy who cares about custom sets. Yeah. I, there are always these people that are upset about that, that are worried about that. I want one for this. You're naming it this this shit. Yeah. G- give us something special. They need to bring back Deuce and Domino to have a shot at the tag team oh, titles no. for one night only. I would rather see somebody take an actual Deuce in the ring. Than to watch those two wrestle. And then play dominoes with it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Kurt Angle comes out to get Corey Graves to ask him about a text message in the middle of the broadcast. <laughs> he looks like your dad asking you if you can if you can email somebody through Facebook. Somebody posted that, and that's so great. Kurt Angle is constantly in the Walter White fugue state. <laughs> like, we're just, he's just going to show up naked at a supermarket one day. <laughs> Uh, there's so many great memes though out there. Can um, somebody tell me how to open up my text messages? <laughs> there's so many great memes out there of like one picture of of yeah. of Angle looking at his phone with this quizzical look on his face, and then the next picture is whatever he's looking at. Yeah, I uh, tweeted that last week. His return has been so meme worthy. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah. By the way, TJP backstage, he wanted his shittle tot against Neville. Right, that, that. He wants that. Yeah. Drifter's out there performing. This is a very unique case of this guy doing nothing in NXT and already achieving more since his call-up. Dean Ambrose attacks the Drifter, calls out the Miz. The Miz shows up on the Titantron, then the Drifter <laughs> attacks Ambrose, and then says, that's what happens, Dean! That's what happens when you hit me with that mic! <laughs> Right, because Dean Ambrose did the exact same thing that Roman Reigns did an hour before. He shows up and says, I want to say something, and then doesn't say something. He just hits the guy with the microphone because they forgot that we know that they're pulling out the same thing over and over and over again on the same show. Uh, I love the Drifter. I'm down for him to have a program with Dean Ambrose as soon as they finally, finally extricate him from this Miz thing. Yeah. Finally. As soon as do they deuce now. him from it. Backstage, Ambrose wants a title match tonight. 
Angle says, no, because quite frankly, I don't want to deal with Maurice, <laughs> which is perfectly plausible in my opinion. That's good. That's good. I liked it. Samoa Joe comes out and cuts a promo. You get the obligatory UC in his promo, and he is like the first guy that has to unleash it. He has to say it. I had great balls of fire. And I was like, oh, it's even worse than I had anticipated. Yeah. But, man, after that, Joe cut one hell of a promo. He said that he wants Paul Heyman to be his advocate. He wants everything that Brock Lesnar has. He wants that universal title. Heyman comes out and puts over Joe very well, which he has done exceptionally lately. Joe is disappointed in Heyman and then does the, like, he puts down the mic and gets, like, inches away from Heyman's face. And this was really cool because the camera picks it up. And he's saying, I'm disappointed that Brock's not here. And something bad's going to happen to him. And he explains how he's going to choke Paul Heyman out and what Paul Heyman will do after that. This is what, I love this, Alex. Um, I, I tweet, this, is, this might be my favorite promo segment ever. Like, uh, Samoa Joe's... Well, the Miz Championship celebration hadn't happened yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, y- yeah. Um, Samoa Joe is so far beyond anything. Like he's he's so good at doing this. Like he's so natural. He, I know all this shit is scripted, but he doesn't make it sound scripted. Like he has all the bullet points. He hits them. He knows when to have different inflection. Like as an actor, you watch him do it, and you go, "That's how you speak." Like that's really, really well done. Uh, I love the idea. I don't fear Brock Lesnar. This is that's that's a great thing to to, to add on to like put out there, um, and the idea of like I, not only do I want um, Heyman negotiating my contracts, I want him running errands for me. Like it's a really great little yeah. thing, dig there, and Heyman comes out and cuts an amazing promo himself, uh, all the way down to like saying like, listen, you're the worst case scenario for Brock Brock Lesnar. You know, because I don't honestly don't know what you're going to do. And my guy might beat you, but you're going to F him up while you're, well, yeah. while he's beating you. That's great. He says, but also you're, he, he, he is your worst case scenario because there's, if there's one guy who can manhandle you, it's my client. That's great too. The whole thing. But what puts it over the top is the idea of the entire, the audience has no idea what he, what Samoa Joe is saying. And they're, they're on the edge of their seats and he's saying, like physiologically, this is what happens to your windpipe when I tighten around it. Yes. Like, like it's it's horror movie dialogue. I'm going to do I loved this it. to you, and you're you're going to be helpless. You can't stop it. And I want you to tell hey. Brock this is what's going to happen to him. That was so baller. You know why I'm looking forward to this match? I've never seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it seventy times on Raw. I haven't seen it seventy times on SmackDown. I haven't seen it before. I like that. Later, Paul Heyman is talking to Brock on the phone. Brock's going to be here next week. That's another good good cliffhanger they added. Brock's showing up face-to-face with Joe. Yeah. Cool. Uh, two, two, my, two minor quick things. I love that Heyman's ringtone is an actual phone. That's a great little detail <laughs> for him. It's very old school because he used to carry around that actual giant cellular phone. Um, and um, uh, interesting that they keep saying, it's going to be Brock in the Cajun Dome. And they don't tell you where that is because Lafayette, Louisiana is considered to be too small of a place to run raw. And they don't want to like let you know it's in a small town. Yeah. It's just weird. 
Sheamus and Cesaro defeat Heath Slater and Rhino in quick fashion. Then they cut a pretty condescending promo about the Hardy Boys after. I liked it. I liked the promo. I thought it was smarmy. Because the thing is, every time Sheamus has been a babyface, they've tried to make him a stand-up comedian, and he's not funny. And it makes me hate him. So what better way to make me hate him as a heel than make him think that he's funny and not be funny? It works. Anything to add to this? Uh, no. No. Pretty pretty to the point. Yeah. We all saw what was going on there. TJP defeated Mustafa Ali pretty quickly. Mustafa Ali is really fun to watch, but uh, I feel like there's a mandate for at least one chin lock per cruiserweight match. Mm-hmm. Like the agents are like, you got to get the chin lock in. Right. My 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 thing was uh, that I tweeted was that Mustafa Ali, it's like, hey, great job with all those 20-minute showcase matches on 205 Live. Your reward is to go out there and job to TJP in five minutes. Like, yeah. he's he's turning in amazing matches on 205 Live that nobody gets to watch because nobody watches 205 Live. And when you finally put him on Raw, he kind of chumps out. And that's, eh, too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see Neville just run through this entire division on Raw and 205 Live. Like, each week he's defending the title twice. I don't like Neville as a coward. I like Neville as this badass dude who, although if he did call his championship my precious (laughs) and defended it so, I would like that. I got to find the person who sent that in because that that was phenomenal. TJP wins. Neville comes out and says that... Despite being the king of the cruiserweight division, he is not a miracle worker, <laughs> and Kurt Angle will not give him a title shot. I love that line. I am not a miracle worker. TJP says he's going to talk to Angle, but Neville, with a great facial expression, is like, no, and attacks. This is good. This is pretty good. I, I don't like – I seem incapable of enjoying anything that involves a TJP promo based on delivery, but yeah. And, and are we getting TJP as a face? Like, I hope not. That didn't work. No, uh, no, I don't think so. Um, but at the same time with what is, what is, I am certain is going to be a Austin Aries, at least tweener turn. We're really light on baby faces in, in the oh, cruiserweight yeah. division. Uh, unless they're gonna, they can't book baby faces. They, they need to push, Cedric Alexander, get him a title shot. Mustafa Ali deserves a real program. These guys are... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply great as babyface workers i don't know about promos 
But as workers for baby faces, they're they're great. They can do all that high flying stuff that should get over with the crowd. But it's the cruiserweights, and they can't figure out a way to get these cruiserweights over with the crowd. So they can't find know. a way to get any baby faces over with the crowd either. You know, you know what makes me really love love and want to cheer people when they lose all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I watch MMA fights, I want to go watch Shannon Rich because he loses all the time. He's a fiery underdog, and I want to see him scratch and claw and wh- – no. Nope. No. Titus O'Neil uh, was defeated by Kalisto. This was very short. We see Akira Tozawa backstage watching the, watching the match at an angle, and they say that Titus O'Neil was going to greet him at the curtain on his way back. Titus O'Neil tries to hold the tights, but then Kalisto flips him over and holds the tights. Kalisto picks up another win. What's up with the Tazawa thing? Where do you think this is going? I don't know. I'm hoping it uh, leads to an experiment of melding and meshing the uh, cruiserweights and the, and the heavyweights, at least in some cases, because they've been not allowed to touch each other. Yeah. So now uh, Tozawa being in, in, in involved, that's interesting. He and Cruz are, are real-life nice. best friends, so that could be fun. Um, the the actual um, Facebook Live video from earlier in the day is really weird. It's on YouTube. You should watch it. It's totally unscripted, and these guys are really bad at improv. Uh, like Titus O'Neil shows up tripping over stuff halfway through it. doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> but one thing that's funny is he keeps calling uh, Tozawa Tawaza. Which is just kind of <laughs> Tawaza is just a funny word. And I watched a shoot interview one time. I watched a shoot interview one time where Two Cold Scorpio repeatedly said "Ricky the Steamboat Dragon" <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> oh which man, makes him sound it was like, incredible. Makes him sound like Puff the Magic Dragon, which is still even better. Yeah. It's great. Um, yeah, but I, I'm all down for it. Like, let's let's do let's put um, Apollo Cruz and Akira Tozawa in a tag team. Let's have them fight guys that are bigger than them. Let's let's do it. Yet, a, yet another match that I didn't necessarily care about, but the angle, all in, buddy. Love it. Sure. Love some of the creative angles they are doing on Monday Night Raw. That's that's kind of refreshing because for a long time it was kind of the opposite. The in-ring was delivering, but there was no motivation. There was no reason to care. There was no nothing creative. Right. So very happy. Miz Championship Celebration, we get the return of Maurice's old theme. So we get yeah. to hear, ooh-wee, 4,200 times. That yeah. was cool. Miz does a really good job at healing that you deserve it chant. Yes, Because he, he was like, you all say that about everybody. Now, what I want to know is, who ribbed the shit out of him with Dancing Bear? Because I'm not going to tell you guys to go and put dancingbear.com into your browser, especially if you're at work. Don't, Don't do it. it. It's a fucking porn site. Mm-hmm. It's a porn site. Either way, <laughs> this is where the fun starts. Not because there's a pornographic dancing bear, but because Miz and Maurice are like, who sent that bear? I didn't send that bear. Did you send that bear? And the Miz beats the ever-loving shit out of this bear, Alex. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, obviously, we all think, especially me, uh, jumped the gun on this one, uh, that Dean Ambrose was in the bear costume because it's just like that to do them to do that, like to think one step and then stop there and not do the other steps. Yes. Um, uh, he had snuck back in. 
through through an open doorway and was looking around. So we knew he was going to be in the segment somehow. But I love that Miz beat the crap out that of him. Explain why the crowd was so hot. Nobody paid to get in. Yes. <laughs> he. He beats the crap out of the bear, which is a smart thing to do because obviously Dean Ambrose is in the bear suit. That's great. That's something that Dean Ambrose would do. It makes him a smart heel. You know what I mean? That's actually smart. The other thing I love is when he pulls the mask off off the bear in a very Scooby-Doo-esque moment. I swear to you, that's the same jobber who sold like a million bucks for Elias Sampson last week, which makes me hope that kid is like traveling with the company and it's going to be in a segment every week because I love the way that kid sells. Um, then, of course, he beats up a giant present because that's, that's, that's where Dean Ambrose must be hiding. Oh, that was incredible. When he tackled that present, <laughs> it was badass. And he was, like, giving it the rundown. Oh, it's a tall gift. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he elbow dropped it. And there was a grandfather clock inside. And Maurice was fantastic. She was upset. Mm-hmm. And she, <laughs> she said, it's a grandfather clock because you're timeless. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just. Oh, so. And then she goes, you ruined it and shoved the mic in his face. Yeah. And when the Miz goes, Dean Ambrose, I blame you. I'm thinking, no, blame anybody else. Blame anybody else on the roster, just not him, because I don't want to see it anymore. But the crowd popped huge when Dean Ambrose was behind him as a cameraman. So I love this segment. I loved it. Listen, I am just about done with Dean Ambrose in costumes hiding behind people. That shit that he pulled last year in the build to the – Ambrose Asylum match where he was a ring, uh, a ring guy. Technician. Yeah, where he came came out and he was wearing the 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 longshoreman's cap and the big mustache and the beard behind Jericho. I was like, I'm done with it. Then a year later, I'm still Eric, done with Eric it. Bischoff at the Billy and Chuck wedding. He is not. <laughs> no, um, it's it's so obvious now. Anytime that Dean Ambrose could be in a costume, he is in a costume. Um, I like that they waited until the third option that showed some restraint on their part. But if this is the beginning of, of a Miz and Maurice breakup angle, I'm going to be really upset because they're so great together. She has made him into what he is and in, in, in this incarnation of the Miz as champion. And I don't need a prolonged like him trying to make it up to her and somehow messing it up every week for like until SummerSlam. I don't need that. That just that would be lazy. If this is the one-off, that's fine. We'll get we move on, but especially moving on from Dean Ambrose. But yeah, they were feuding on SmackDown before they came over. I'm done with it. Done. I'm over it. Totally over. But I imagine the Drifter is going to cost them the match. Yeah, uh, Ambrose the match, and hopefully we move on. But I love this segment. I love Maurice. I love the Miz. I thought Dean Ambrose for for what he was given to do did well, but beating up that gift was just phenomenal. And that looked like a, that was a pretty hard looking clock that he was elbow dropping repeatedly. So kudos to him. Enzo Amore is out and says that he was able to call in a favor because big Cass couldn't wrestle says that his partner is seven feet tall and you can't teach that it's the big show gets a good ovation from a hot crowd. We get happy jokey big show after he teases being angry. He beats up gallows and Anderson and we get a modified 
Bada boom shakalaka. God, I hate myself for even saying that, the name of that move. But he presses Enzo, and Enzo's like, this isn't how we do it. This is the wrong way. This is not how we do it. So he was good there. But the real story of this is backstage, Alex. Cash shows up, and he was like, oh, sup? What'd you think about all this, Alex? Uh, the big show stuff was interesting when he comes out and he's, he's looks like he's going to be mad. And I was like, if he punches Enzo right here, he's the biggest bevy face literally in the history of WWE. Because in what town him. you're in, man, they're, they're really over in a lot of towns. No, but Enzo's just the worst. And, uh, and uh, it was fine, but a Gallows and Anderson might as well have been the shining stars. They don't matter anymore. They were the, they were they carried the tag titles into WrestleMania two months ago. They don't matter at all. They were signed away to just hurt New Japan. Oh my God! It's that was so, the only reason so they were signed for them. They're so friggin' talented. Have them be like you know Tex Ferguson and Chad Too Bad. Have them be that. <laughs> that, that I, one, I that don't one. know how that works on TV. <laughs> I don't know how that works. But then again, the fashion files is working. Fashion files works. Have them be the version of that on Raw because Raw needs something that's genuinely funny. Anyway, backstage, the whole like big cast as jealous lover, he comes out and I I don't know if Saran Wrap is considered to be um, therapeutic for a bad neck, but he was wearing it. Uh, And uh, usually it's used to hold like the ice there, but it wasn't there. there. (laughs) <laughs> so okay um <laughs> but yeah the, the whole him accusing the big show of attacking enzo for two straight weeks so that then he could attack big cast tonight so that he could step in and be enzo's partner tonight doesn't make a lot of sense and just makes big cast look kind of weird uh, i also but i do love big show being like nah i'm good i'm out uh, and him not wanting to be a part of this this angle anymore, um, and, and just moving on. Uh, but yeah, this was just a very odd thing. I don't know where this is going. I, I do know where it's going. I I know it's going to be the revival that that did the whole thing. But the fact but that they were gone, they, they can easily remedy that with like CCTV footage that they that they found or whatever. Well, I, I do hope it's one giant conspiracy. It could be. Outstanding storyline so far, in my opinion. Raw Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss defeated Nia Jax via DQ. Grace puts over that Alexa competed in a kendo stick match last night. It was a five-minute match, and she didn't even get a hit with it. No, it's stupid. It also makes Bailey look even worse that she didn't show up tonight. Like, she had to sell the beat. She had to go home because the beating was so savage that she took four shots from a kendo stick. It you makes were missing a lot worse. of people tonight. Balor wasn't on the show, was he? The Hardys like, weren't on the show. No, uh, like, Bailey wasn't on the show. Because they had to do a 36-minute segment with Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns because it's 2015. Mm-hmm. Mickey James and Dana Brooker at ringside, as they said they would be earlier. Alexa attacks them, so they will strike her back and get DQ'd. Nikki, or Nia kills everybody while Alexa escapes. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Yeah, Whatever. it was it was really weird that like Sasha volunteered to not be in the championship angle. 
Like earlier in the backstage promo, like backstage segment, Alexa's like, hey, girls. And, and Sasha's like, no. And she leaves. And then we never saw her again. At least the other girls got some more TV time by being out of power ringside. Sasha doesn't want to be a part of the title picture. That makes sense. Yeah. Nothing, nothing really to say about this. Alexa Bliss being put over as the the cunning champion, and she does it. She retains. So there we go. Samoa Joe defeated Bray Wyatt. Nothing special in my opinion, and no matter how good this would have been, I still would have asked why. What is Samoa Joe's motivation in this match? He has a title match. Rollins has something to prove. Joe doesn't. Um, Seth Rollins hit a Falcon Arrow on Samoa Joe. That was impressive, and I will always love Falcon Arrows. Then we get the random Wyatt graphic. This has started every feud of Bray Wyatt, him showing up, or a hologram, or a graphic, just randomness. I get it, the false prophet shit. That probably is the most sense one of his feud starts have has made in recent years, but damn. Joe wins. I thought there were some great angles and some not-so-great wrestling on this show, but I don't know if this did Joe really that many favors. Well, no, he was he was fairly dominant through most of this match with Seth Rollins, who's a former champion. Seth is supposedly 100%. He doesn't have that that knee injury that they worked on all those matches with Joe. Uh, Rollins, the only guy to pin Joe since Joe's been on the main roster. Um, yes, there was a distraction, but it wasn't like Wyatt came out to the ring. So it kind of makes Joe look all right. And Joe's got to look strong between now and, and the Lesnar thing. Um, and, you know, hey, we haven't seen a Bray Wyatt versus Seth Rollins feud because Seth was heel for most of that time that he was a singles wrestler. So at least it's something different. Maybe that's something to look forward to. Maybe, question mark. I'll be happy when Braun Strowman comes back. I think it's going to mix things up. Oh, a lot. me too. I miss him. I miss him so much. So it's obvious we're going We're going Joe, Lesnar, Hardys, Cesaro, and Sheamus, Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss. We got that going on. Rollins, Wyatt. What about... The other two. Are we going Reigns, Balor at Great Balls of Fire? Why? Why? How would that? I, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's just natural. Like how it would yeah, match up? I guess. Or, uh, or have them team um, up and face Apollo and Titus. <laughs> that would be fun. Or um, is are, we, are is either one of them going to get involved in the Intercontinental Title thing? Because hopefully by that point, he's. Dean's on to uh, Elias Sampson. That's a good point. And Miz needs somebody to feud with for the title. Please don't do another month of Miz Ambrose. Please. Just, just get rid of that and yeah, do something I think, else. I, I think the lead to Ambrose Drifter, a great balls of fire, and probably I would I would assume Balor Miz at great balls of fire, but I don't know what the hell Roman Reigns is doing. Hey, if he squash somebody, I, I'm cool with that. Yeah, Let them squash somebody on the show. Yeah, I mean, like you could have somebody. I mean, I don't know who there is left on the show, but who's a lower ranking guy? Like call out, you know, have 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 Titus O'Neil challenge Roman Reigns to a match for, on behalf of Apollo Cruz and make Cruz face Roman Reigns and have his ass get kicked. But I, I would actually like uh, to see Roman Reigns just beat somebody that isn't in his league at Great Balls of Fire, and then we get like an entitled Roman Reigns, like. 
I retired the Undertaker, which they won't say on TV. They won't say retired. It's possible retirement. Yeah. But uh, he's like a little pissed off that he didn't get like anything better. Right. Like, isn't this like the most important match? I've I've main evented all these manias in a row and now I got to fight four other guys to get a shot at the title. Shouldn't I just get my shot at the title? Like, that's something that Roman Reigns could do that we would all justifiably hate him for and would help you make him into a heel and, oh, wait, they're not going to do that. Or Roman Reigns comes out to the ring and over the loudspeaker, I'm not finished with you! <laughs> and then Braun Strowman comes in in a monster truck and just... <laughs> Ready. Ready. Yes. Ready for it. Anything else stand out on this episode of Monday Night Raw for you? Uh, no. I mean, I, I do. I just want to I keep saying this. The Cruiserweights, they got to figure out how to do this because they have one segment tonight. It was a four-minute match. It's, I mean. Well, they were kind, they kind of incorporated Akira Tozawa into the Titus. True, true which, is, which is a big step. But, uh, I mean, I'm partial to Cruiserweights. Love the Cruiserweight Classic. I watch 205 Live. I'm the guy who watches 205 Live live every week and uh and i i want them to have those style matches on raw and they're never allowed to do that because you got to do a 36 minute segment with Bray. well i i enjoyed tonight's raw and there was no balor there was no hardy boys there was no bailey the revivals still aren't back we don't have braun Strowman, so there is no reason that they can't put on good monday night raws there's no reason, especially when I see stuff like this. There are multiple angles that have me wondering what is going to happen next week on Monday Night Raw, and I love that. I love not knowing. I love uh, questioning things. Uh, I love the unknown of professional wrestling, and I tweeted, pro wrestling is really awesome when a guy who was on the real world 17 years ago beats up a grandfather clock, and it makes perfect sense. It's true. It's logical. I love it. That's pretty cool. What kind of stuff you got going on, Alex, this week on Fightful.com? Uh, just trying to, to keep up with the weird and the wacky in the world of wrestling. Uh, for example, uh, somehow I missed this. This happened last week, but I wrote about it today because it's too good to, to miss entirely. <laughs> Xavier Woods came up with lyrics to Dean Ambrose theme song, he and did. they are fire! Guys, if you all haven't checked out the WWE Madden Finals, please do it. Please do it. The salt. I waited four months for those Madden finals. And now I'm I'm ready for the rematch. They sold me a ticket, Alex. <laughs> they sold me a ticket. Shut up and head over to, uh, Yes, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Fightful. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross Sapp. Of course, use our forums over at Fightful.com. This Saturday, we have UFC coverage from Australia. We should have tried to send Anna there, but I don't know how interested she would have been. <laughs> she could have at least got some footage and made him a live most ridiculous or something. But Mark Hunt, Derek Lewis, that is going to be a banger. Still trying to find out post-coverage stuff. But uh, Sunday, really the highlight of the weekend, is Sunday morning at like 3 a.m. New Japan Dominion coverage. Your boys at Fightful.com have live coverage of it. David Tease, that man is a freak of nature. He's going to be covering that Australia event. I don't know. Will he try to sleep for an hour or two? Who knows? Tune in and find out. 
because he's like, hell yeah, I'm covering New Japan Dominion. It's going to be a pretty good show, I think. Also, head over to Fightful.com. We have uh, spoilers up for the Ring of Honor tapings. We bring you something at Fightful.com every single day that you will not find on other websites. We guarantee you every single day you are going to see at least a couple things that you can't find on your run-of-the-mill wrestling, MMA, or boxing website. We have our own MMA rankings. Alex likes to cover things uh, a little more colorfully on the wrestling side, as I do often on the MMA side. David Tease is is a machine. I don't know. I don't think he like eats or drinks water or sleeps or anything. He's a robot who covers MMA. That's true. And and now New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Follow me at Sean Ross App. Follow us at Fightful Online. Follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Tomorrow night, SmackDown. After the show, we're live. Anna Bauer, Jeff Hawkins, the list, and your boy, Jimmy Van, is back in the office on Wednesday. Tune in tomorrow at 3 for the Holy Smokes MMA podcast. Until next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.